2: Hey everyone, and
1: welcome to another episode of On the Turnbuckle. Here on mypodcasthouse.com, the music of the NWO Wolfpack theme. One of the best themes around. I easy. Mind it Easily. Yeah.
0: I'm actually shocked they only got 61%. The best faction ever.
3: Yeah, Wolfpack. easy.
0: So, Wolfpack defeating million dollar man Ted DiBiase in our listener voting on that one. Should have been 100%. I'm a little bit disappointed in our fans. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Robbie Eagle's interview last week was fantastic.
0: Yeah, really good buzz. Um, yeah, all the feedback's uh, been good. We went and uh, got a photo with him on, the, on Saturday night. Yeah, we and did. Said, no, you he was appreciative that we had him on, so it yeah, works good for all of us. Yeah, right?
1: exactly. And uh, also some great feedback, too, from our uh, live recordings that we did uh, at a PCW show up at Geelong. Yeah, of weeks
0: yeah. Ago. everyone's been telling me how well you guys did while I was on holidays.
1: Well, I will tell you is... what, I've, we've got someone in the studio who's going to do really well as well. And if I was Welsh, I'd be really concerned and probably even stay in Bali. Jake's T, g'day. Jay Sticks here. What's up, guys? Uh no, not much, mate. Thank you so much for coming. Really do appreciate it.
2: No, it's good. Like I was, I, I've always wanted to do my own podcast, so. This is a good way for me to sort of be a part of a podcast, filling in short time without yeah. having to do it all on my own. To scratch well, that itch. Yes, exactly. Well, there yeah. might be a couple more opportunities uh, well,
1: over the next few it weeks. It does so seem
0: that, uh... we do go on a lot of holidays. We've only been around a couple of months at <laughs> <laughs> the time.
1: Uh, there's another thing called life. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. What's yeah. that? It goes like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, oh, you, you travel know. for work, don't
1: you? Yeah, that's we do. Right. Yeah. Joining us very <laughs> shortly, Nick Burry, to have a chat to us about uh, last Saturday night's Pizza W100 show, as well as what he's doing this week. Uh, I
2: think you're joining in for a bit of a matchup in the city, aren't you? That's right. Nick Berry and myself and Mitch Wardman will be the best threesome in professional wrestling as we take on the Kelly Gang for IWA versus MCW State of Origin. Beautiful stuff.
1: We'll also talk NXT TakeOver a little bit later on SummerSlam MCW 100. We'll recap what happened there last Saturday night. And also some Super Showdown matches have been announced as well. Yeah, some really big names, mate. Really big. Excellent.
2: Yeah, All they right. announced JXT versus Hulk Hogan for the MCG, so it's going to be exciting.
0: Did he unblocked you on Twitter yet? No, yes. <laughs> yes. There's the feud. It's begun. It's two, <laughs> three years
2: old now.
1: All right, we'll get into that in just a tick, but let's head up to Sydney now. We're joining us on the line is one of the uh, MCW, one half of the MCWP uh, tag team championship, I should say, and it's Dick joins us up there now in Sydney. G'day, Nick. How are
3: you? Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. Oh,
1: thank you for coming on board, mate. First of all, tell us what you're doing up in Sydney. You're uh, You're a Melbourne boy, but what's happening up there?
3: Yeah, so me and a couple of boys, we've gone up here, me and my tag partner Mitch Waterman, and uh, lover boy Lockie Hendricks have come up to train for a couple of nights at the PWA Academy here in Sydney before the uh, the big show for MCW versus IWA on Saturday night.
0: Uh, that's good, mate. Um, how, uh, how, much, how was the body holding up after your big match from Saturday night, and you've gone straight into a few nights of hard training up there?
3: Yeah, it's a little bit stiff Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the hardcore match, that was, uh, that wasn't pretty, but, um, yeah, pulled up not too bad. Then the Nido had the Nido seminar the day after and then straight back into it, um, into the gym the next day and then right back into a 10 hour drive to Sydney and then trained the house down tonight. So, well, we'll have another crack tomorrow night at training at PWA and then straight to the show on Saturday. So no real time to rest too much. Just got to keep on going, I guess.
0: Oh, that's good to hear. Slick, Um,
2: the J-Stick here. Have the the people in Sydney, are they really aware that the best threesome in professional wrestling is going to hit them, the Brat Pack and JXT? Mate,
3: I really don't know what they think. Um, They've been talking a little bit of smack, but uh, they're not going to know what's going to hit them when we hop out there,
2: mate. I don't think they understand. We are the best threesome in professional wrestling.
3: Oh, that's it. It's going to get pretty moist. Oh. <laughs> We've got you bring the you brought, hydration sensation mist waterman.
2: <laughs> and he's got the squirter bottles ready to go.
3: Oh, we do. We're
2: going to squirt them everywhere in Sydney.
3: Uh, you up against
2: <laughs> you up against the Kelly gang. What do you know about those boys?
3: Yeah, I've uh, I've actually wrestled Jackson Kelly a couple of times. He's a is a bit of a flog, but um he goes all right. So I think I think we're one and one at the moment. So hopefully we can get one up on him, and then the other two fellas, I haven't worked them yet, so it'll be interesting to see how they go.
2: Uh, don't don't be don't be um, don't be nice, Nick. We're going to smash them. They're not going to yeah, stand yeah. a chance. <laughs> right.
3: Let's be honest here,
0: boys. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just feeling you. You got all of Victoria behind you. You can't let us down. Correct. Doing no it for way. the boys. No way. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I just want to say congratulations on a fantastic uh, match from Saturday night.
3: Oh, H- thanks, mate. Yeah.
0: How do you always find a way to sneak out with the belts?
3: Well, you know, there's, there's a couple of factors. A, it's all about being a good team. And uh, good teams always find a will and they always find a way. B, we've also got a, uh, a, a pretty handy uh, pretty handy backup with us in the name of Avery. So she, she comes in handy pretty often. Very handy. And... Yes, and um, uh, I mean, like, mate, we've, we've always got a plan B. We've always got a backup, back-up plan, like Coach Baza told us. To always have your backup plan, mate.
2: Baza. Slick, a bit of a training question for you. You're Currently today, you're at the PWA Academy in Sydney. You um, yep. trained at Vicious Pursuit. You trained with Lance Storm over in Canada, and you've trained yep. at the MCW Academy. I don't know if you've trained elsewhere as well, but how are you finding it up there, and how what have you found of the differences between the different schools? And I was talking... Earlier today was with someone about styles of wrestling. Do you find they have a different style up in New South Wales than they do to us in Melbourne?
3: I feel like they do. I feel like Melbourne, for for quite a majority, is almost very character-based. There's a lot of unique characters that you have in Melbourne. Uh, and as from a training standpoint, at Melbourne, I feel like is more of an all-rounder where... Sydney, just uh, this is—I've been up here a couple of times now. The train at PWA, their fundamentals are fantastic across the, the whole range of all the all the wrestlers that they have here, from the beginners to the advanced guys. So they're they're so smooth and crisp in all of their roles, and that comes from having trainers like like uh, Madison Eagles, Robbie Eagles, and uh, Mick Moretti down here. So um, it it definitely shows their their ability over here. And then you've got places like uh, like Lance in, over in Canada, and that's very much a a structured uh, academy where you start from from the ground and you work your way all the way up to having a match by the end of that three months. That's so it doesn't matter if you're a year in, a day in, or ten years in, you all go back to the basics and you feed your way up until you're ready to have a match. And then you end up actually having a match with Lance as well. Um, and I've also gone down to the uh, OVW school and trained with Rip Rogers, which was right, an right. eye-opener just in itself. And that was uh, that was very uh, character-based as well. And, and definitely working all on the fly. Um... And, and really making the most of your time in the ring and, uh, and getting, every, getting the maximum out of the, out of the least, I could, if I could say that. So, yeah, the less is more with him.
2: Can you give us a Rip Rogers impression, Slick? Without um, without swearing,
3: no, not without <laughs> not swearing. Without swearing.
0: <laughs> I was going to say you would have definitely taught you a few words you've <laughs> never heard before. Yes, <laughs> two
3: hands,
1: Mother
0: Ether. <laughs> do. We'll take that. We'll take that.
1: Uh, so when you talk about the the PWA school and you talk about the the newcomers all the way up to the more experienced guys, uh, what are we talking about as uh, how many? What numbers are we talking about there as an academy? How many have they got? Wrestling uh,
3: t- tonight there were sixteen in training, so Jeez. so quite a decent number. Um, and you go from seven to nine, and it's very structured. So for the first first half an hour, we're getting all, all warmed up. We're doing our stretches. We're doing the rolls. You're going into um, like a, a bit of a cardio circuit. Uh, we had this, this killer one. Uh, they call it like the the raffle, where basically you pull a, a, a uh, like a, a ticket out of the box, and it says like burpees, push ups, tuck jumps. Lunges, all that sort of thing, and whatever you pull out, you have to do ten of. And sometimes it might say, "Sorry,
1: what did you draw?"
3: I got the burpees, Ah. (laughs) (laughs) and then you get you get um you can get dogs and get one that's like says double. So then you've got to do double of what you got. So instead of ten, now you're doing twenty. Um, but yeah, they go into that, and then they go. So it's very structured in the sense of every month is different. So this month is lucha, so they're learning all lucha training, and then um, previous month months has been like chain wrestling so they're learning chain wrestling for that month um and it really puts you out of your comfort zone so tonight i'm i'm not you won't really see me doing too many springboards but uh i was actually learning the springboard tonight so i managed to get that and um it's a really good feeling because all the boys get around you and they get you into it and when you pull it off you feel like a star so it's um it's a good environment that's for sure
1: when they're doing the lucha wrestling do you have to bring your own mask <laughs> nah,
3: no no mask. The, the doors are shut
0: yeah oh, you, ha- you have to you have to swap sides is it the, even in training, mate? Right? Got to work the other work the other arm?
3: Yep, 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 yep. Working they're the they're on to
0: yep. us, Nick. Don't, don't let them up. They're on, they're on to us here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick, we were just talking about, uh, we will talk about shortly uh, the success of Saturday night, 1,200 people at uh, the Melbourne Aquatic Centre. Just a massive night for wrestling, in, I think, in Australia. And, and real proof, I think, that uh, Australian wrestling is... Starting to make its way back to the golden days of the the sixties and seventies.
3: Mhm. Yeah. It was. It was an unreal experience. I. I really can't describe how good it felt to really like. That was honestly the first time where I've wrestled a match, and you really, it, it all makes sense now of why everything has to be big and above your head from your from your gestures and your poses to all the moves to. To everything, because now there actually is fans in the bleachers, and they can't see you if you're doing little things. So you have to make um, everything a lot bigger than what it actually is. And it was such a cool, cool, unreal experience just walking out there and just seeing the, the sea of people that was there. And uh, it was it was also different from a from a crowd reaction. Like the the noise was different in a stadium compared to like a confined space like Thornbury Theatre. Like we can still pack out. 600 plus in Thornbury Theatre, but it's loud. It's very loud and and, uh, uh, and and confined in that little small space there. But with that stadium, the, the the noise almost came at you and sort of went away. It was it was quite uh, quite surreal, that's for sure. But it was also a, a fantastic thing to see that Australian wrestling has grown that much, and now we are drawing over a thousand people. It was 1200 actually, so yeah. It was it was just an an outstanding thing for Melbourne City wrestling, but also Australian wrestling in general.
0: Well, yeah, the the podcast guys, we all sat up in the bleachers, and yeah, I've been a Thornbury goer and an Essendon goer. Tony goes all the way back to the Chinese restaurant days, and yep. I can yep. easily say from where we were, the Brat Pack was still easy to hate. So you did well, mate. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> could you see his ass, the, the slick slits in the side of his head? Did you put them make them bigger, Nick, so that people up there could see them? <laughs> I didn't see. Them.
3: Oh, they're, they're always visible. That's uh, for sure. I even added. A, I even added a new one. There was an eyebrow. Oh, oh wow. Shabak reckoned
2: he couldn't. He reckons I he can see, see it. It. Oh. it. Wasn't big enough. You, you. He didn't do the slick slits with the three fingers through his
0: hair. Well, maybe. I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, much yeah, happened they, on they the night. <laughs> we'll have to catch it on the uh, on the encore. Send us a photo on, on Vimeo. your slits.
1: Yep. So Nick, uh, what happens after Sydney for you? Where uh, Whereabouts do you go?
3: So straight after Sydney, uh, we have the BCW tour, which is kind of like a, an ECW reunion, I guess. Um, so that's going to be quite interesting and, and fun in itself. Uh, night one, I believe, is the thirty first of August. Um, and that's in Melbourne and I'll be facing Tajiri. So oh. I'm really, I'm really excited for that. Like that, that Tajiri is a guy that I watched as a kid growing up and always thought that was sort of a similar style that I wanted to go into as I've got a, like a five year martial art career as a, as a kid growing up. So I always liked those guys and especially guys like Loki as well that had that real martial art offense. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that match with Tajiri and testing myself there. Uh, then we go into Adelaide. Yes. Or Adelaide uh, the next night on the first, um, yeah. where I'm actually got a three-way with uh, Mad Dog. Uh, no, not Mad Dog. I've got a three-way with Slade Mercer and Sabu. Um, so that's going to be a whole new ball game just in that. Uh, and then
2: you're going to get your ass week, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I'm sure I can slip out of that He's one. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and then the week after we're we're in Sydney for the seventh of seventh uh, of September, doing BCW again, and then the following night is back to MCW for the eighth.
1: So this is what wrestling is all about, isn't it? Traveling around, doing all this sort of stuff. It's great that it's happening for you blokes. The way it is making towns? Yeah, yep,
3: yep. making making towns. We're going to be
2: touring the road with the franchise.
3: <laughs> Shane it, yeah. we'll on the
2: road with Shane Douglas. That's that what I'm cool looking forward to.
0: Ho- hopefully, uh, the eyebrow slits grow back in, mate, because some of those ECW wrestlers might see that as an easy target. That's oh, good yeah. It's
1: a good point. Hey, yeah, uh, j- just a, a quick one before we let you go, mate. Uh, you mentioned before that uh, you guys had a seminar with Nato the day after the MCW 100. Tell us all about that and what uh, what you got out of it.
3: Yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, so Nato and and Farley. They both took the seminar. Um, it went for roughly two hours. It was a pretty grueling forty-five minute warm-up, to be honest. Like they, they really pushed us to our limits. We're, we're sweating like crazy. Someone
2: um, did chunder. I won't say who, but
3: <laughs> yeah, there, there, there was chunder. There was, there was a puke. He's yeah. got a puke. <laughs> He's got a puke. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, that was quite funny. Um, but they, they were very big on. It wasn't so much. We, we know that they, we can all wrestle and we know we can all do moves, but how do we make these moves mean more? How do we add your flavor, add your character into there? How do we turn something as simple as a lock up, grab a headlock, shoot them off, give them a tackle into something more meaningful? Just don't go through the motions. Um, put your own little inserts in there. So it's not all the same generic 101 that you see all the time. Um, so that was very good in that sense. Uh, and then we had like a little bit of a Q and A after and, Just sort of asking them questions on where they feel like we're at, where we should be at, where, what we should do to progress, all that sort of stuff. So it was, uh, it was a very good seminar. That's for sure. It was, it was almost, uh, quite similar to the Fale Okada seminar that we did. And, uh, definitely at the start, it was, they were trying to push you to your limit, but not let you get stuck in your head of, Oh, I need to give up. Just keep on going. The pain's only temporary. You can push through it. So it's very much that Japanese style.
0: Fantastic. No, that, that's, all, that's all good. That's a bonus of being part of the yeah. MCW roster, isn't it?
3: It uh, is. It is. i joining
0: at the MCW Academy. <laughs> yeah, yep.
1: There you go. Hey, uh, Nick, we really do thank you for your time, mate. Uh, really do appreciate it. Enjoy your time up in Sydney training over the next few days, and uh, I'm sure you can't wait for, uh, for this bloke to come up and uh, join you on Saturday for a bit of action. Because we're the best what?
3: We're the best We've in professional
0: wrestling. That's it. Do Ju- Victoria proud, mate. Juicy wrestling at its best. <laughs>
3: yeah. We will. We will. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Good no, on Nick. you, Nick. Thanks for that. Nick
1: Burry joining us here on The Turnbuckle. Of course, that's the music of the Heart Foundation, and our tribute of such to Jim the Anvil Nightheart boys, uh, who of course passed
0: away in the last few days. She says we're losing a few of them, aren't we, Lo? Yeah, yeah, it's coming in uh, pretty quick. You know, it's not good. You know, getting it's our age, up. Tony. You know what I mean? We're a bit <laughs> older uh, than the JXT right here. But um, yeah, that goatee, that laugh, yeah, 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 the jacket, the pink, it all worked for me.
2: I'll say, if he's ever have Kellyanne on, get her to tell the story about Jim Anvil throwing a cat.
0: All
1: right. If you All ever right. get her on,
2: get her to tell the story. That's well, a we, nice
1: teaser. We will get her on. <laughs> no, I <laughs> want that's to hear that. <laughs> I want to hear that. It's getting to that stage, though, isn't it, now, where a lot of the guys, a lot of those superstars of the 80s, they were 30, 35, 40 back then. That's 35 years ago.
0: They're now in their 60s, their 70s. They're going to start moving, it? Yeah, that's just uh, mother nature, mate. That's, yeah. uh can't hold their hands of time too much. But yeah, no, rest in peace, uh, the anvil. Hey, just a quick one on that, JXT. Mm-hmm. Is there,
1: does news get around the wrestling world in Australia when one of our old wrestlers passes away?
2: I think if they've still got connection to some to people involved in wrestling. Yeah. I think Milano was the last one I heard that, that had passed. Um, there was, you know... Uh, like if yeah, if people do it, yeah, yes, yeah. Short answer, okay. yes. Yep. But um, if they were a wrestler from the seventies and they stopped wrestling in seventy five and they haven't spoken to anyone involved yeah, in yeah, wrestling okay. since, generally gotcha. we don't. Yep. But a lot of things, especially older blokes, through George. George yeah, has yeah, a, yeah. like George will get a phone call and he'll let us know.
1: Yeah, cool. But, yeah. All right. Hey, let's have a look at some of the wrestling that's been happening in the last few days. Uh, I want to go back to what we did on Saturday night. First of all, MCW one hundred. Just how. That was one of the best local wrestling nights I've had in Australia. I've seen in Australia for a long, long time. Oh, and, and I'll admit I've been out of the game for a little bit, but there's nothing like that when I was working in the game through the 80s and the 90s. And there's definitely been, it, that I know of, anything that's a local show that gets 1,200 people to the show. That was pretty damn big.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think and the the MCW one hundred, obviously it's you know, the grand final if you want to call it that. Um, you know, the celebration. Like I just wanted to be there. As soon as MCW got it one hundred got announced, I was gonna buy my ticket anyway, regardless of having international stars on it or you know, different different uh matches. You obviously you got the tag team titles and stuff like that. I just I feel and the feeling I got being in the crowd, majority of the crowd wanted to be involved in something special and so big it wasn't just about the ridiculously talented matches that we had and crazy you know it was yeah it was just more the event and hey let's like i feel like i'm on the ride with the local talent and the promotions which sounds weird as a fan but we're all in it together trying to push it and make it bigger than and where it should be you know because they should be doing this weekly
1: yeah, without a doubt, one of the superstars of the night, JXT. Yep. What was it like backstage, buddy? Was um, there a vibe that you, you don't normally feel?
2: Yeah, we're sort of a bit like pinch yourself, like we're not... It's like this is too big, like we're not used to this. You know, you said it felt weird, but um, we. that's exactly what we wanted, hitting the nail on the head. We don't want it to be, oh, this superstar's here, or this big name's here, or there's this one awesome match. MCW as a whole, we want it to, it's a spectacle, it's a show. It, it is. We're all on a ride together, so that whole... MCW coming together as one. We don't want this to be the grand final, but this mm. is. We said like a stepping stone. This is one big pivotal point. And we want to keep moving forward. So yeah, exactly. The way you worded it was perfect. We want it to be. This is MCW, not this is a one-off match or this is one super tour. Like it's a whole thing and it's going to grow. There was an aura about the
0: night. Yeah, there was. Mm. But as soon yeah. as we walked in, know, buzz. You know, yeah, that you could just feel it in the the crowd. Like we're all there. For the same reason, and it's exciting. Mm. You know, is, is this the thing that puts it over the edge and takes it into the, you know, to the next step? Which it should. The talent mm. is there.
2: It was good backstage too, because it, as much as everyone was very, this is a big deal tonight, and they sort of treated it special. It was still business as usual. And I think before the show, we're sort of reminded of that. Like, this is what we've built to. This is what we expected. We expect to be more than this. So this, we want this to become the normal. So treat it like the normal.
1: And and why shouldn't it? I mean, the the things that really stood out to me on the night were, as you said, the quality of the matches, absolutely fantastic. The halftime break, the amount of people and kids that came around people like yourself and every Mm -hmm. other wrestler that was there selling their T-shirts, their caps and all that sort of stuff, giving photos, signing autographs, that was packed for 20 to 25 minutes. There were lines of Mm -hmm. 10, 15 deep for every wrestler. Yeah, did you... Did you get a photo with I anyone? I did, and that's been up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah around it. But hang on. It wasn't me that actually asked for the photo. Oh, yeah,
0: no, I, did, I, did, oh, I did hear did. a whisper. Uh, who who, who, yeah, oh, who was taking the, the photo?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was marking
2: out for you two. We, we double marked. Oh, that's we amazing. We bother each other. But yeah, I remember at the end of the show, like you said, there was that many people. Like I said, obviously, it's almost double our next biggest crowd. I remember security was telling, like, telling us wrestlers off to, like uh, – tell everyone to leave and we're like mate this is how we make our money that you yeah. you're trying? To, you don't want me to eat my eat dinner tonight and the security <laughs> guy's like oh okay they let us go a little bit longer but um, yeah it was that packed and energy just in the building and it was almost like although the, a lot of the fans were people we see at every show it's like no, nah, but this is MCW 100 we can't miss this we need yeah. to get photos and stuff which is Can awesome. I
1: just say to any security guard out there that goes to a wrestling event to be a security person do your history and your research on wrestling and what it 's about what it means to the fans before you actually stand there and try to get a little bit heavy handed with people and and i 'm talking about wrestling is very much wrestling's not a place where people go to bash each other no nah. it just doesn 't happen it 's never happened it never will happen. They go there to to vent their anger towards their uh, you know un, most unfavourite wrestler and all that sort of stuff and and it 's all part of the theater what the re- audience does and and what happens. So, when you've got guys standing up and just getting up close to the, the seats or up, up to the barrier around the stage, yeah. as they would do at any other normal wrestling on a Saturday night, please, security guards, don't grab them and say, hey, you've got to stand away from oh, me. Oh, were they doing that? Yeah. Yeah, a couple uh, of times uh, yeah. we've yeah. seen that.
2: That's why, because I thought, like, the whole, the best part about that aisle is people flock to the sides and you can just put your hands out both sides and yeah, you've got, yeah, yeah. you know, you can slap and. Uh, no, that, they
1: were stopping that from happening that because I think it. that they. They expected that those people were try- were going to harm the wrestlers or get too. Close. It's just not going to happen. Yeah.
2: I think it gets mixed up because people just mix combat sports together. And I know with the boxing recently, there was like a big all in an event. And it's like, yeah, they, yeah, I think that just completely unrelated, but stigma just gets it thrown in attached. And yeah, because you're right. The best part, the whole point of wrestling is to come lose yourself in the moment and just yeah, be loud and active. Yeah, correct. Yeah,
0: no, I think the fans are more. It's a community, a family without being cheesy, like, like you said, you know, uh, yeah, there was 1,200 f- fans there. But, you know, me as a fan or a punter, you know, oh, oh look at that guy. I know that bloke's f- face. You know, he's at every second show that I go to or, oh, yeah, that family. It, we're all there together. Yeah. You know, so no one's, you know. And, and that's it's, what it's trying
2: to build. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly mm. like that. The people bag WWE and might sound lame, but that's why they say the WWE universe. They yeah. want it like that. They want this whole. It is a team. Everyone comes together and we all enjoy this together no matter who you cheer for. That's that's why they call it the WWE Universe.
1: Yeah. Can I just say, too, that my wife slept in the JXT baseball top the other night. <laughs> <And never laughs>
2: so that was comfortable? Never have I been more excited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's weird or not. No,
2: that's great. Uh, that's, that, that's one of the better uses I've ever heard for any of my
0: merch. <laughs> NXT takeover, boys. Well, uh, that was uh, that's probably... It's going to be tough to beat. For WWE shows this year, NXT takeovers—they always, yeah. you know, if you're looking for work rate or, you know, their ma- their matches, they don't really miss. Um, yeah, they've got a, a little bit of uh, everything. You, know, you had the, you know, the street fight or last man standing in the uh, the main event. You know, they just kill each other. They just so keep they- topping
2: themselves, don't they? Yeah, like getting
0: better. And I think the one thing NXT has over
2: the main shows is if anyone's New to WWE. It's getting announced at a takeover. So, like, Matt Riddle got announced. Yeah. Keith Lee was at the last one. Like, if anything, oh, wow, they just signed that guy. It happens at the takeovers. Yeah. So, I think they already have that. Anything could happen advantage over
0: the main shows. Yeah. I think in NXT, the, the beauty of it, and as a, it's like that. That band you've been listening to for four or five months on Triple J, mm-hmm. and then oh, now Triple M has started playing. Mate, I've been listening to them for six months. Yeah. You know oh, what are you talking about? You know, and then they've you know once they get into the Triple M audience, then they got to win over that crowd. Where yeah. NXT, it's just hot. It's the place to be. And yeah, like I said, the work rate pushes every every match. Look, look at the you know the See that super kick to ricochet. Yeah, unreal. It just. Yeah, and they're pushing each other. You know, I don't know how their bodies are going to hold up in a couple of years, but you know, you had the tag match that opened the show. They could main event a takeover. Mm -hmm. You know, and touching on what MCW one hundred, that was the same thing. Any of those one matches on their own, they could have main evented an MCW local show or
2: regular. Yeah, any
0: any time. So yeah, that's the beauty of NXT. Yeah, and they they very rarely miss. On a takeover,
1: Tommaso and Johnny Gargano, uh, one of the classics. Yeah, well, they,
0: yeah, you know, they. What is it? Three or four match series they've had. Four, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> they're probably the four best WWE matches of the year so far. You know,
2: how do they top that when they go to the main roster? That's <gasps> and I think that's people are always like, oh, WWE aren't using them right, but they set such a high standard. Yeah. how can you expect them to come in and still be like? Yeah, their main eventing, the biggest show of the year. How are they going to go to the to Raw and do that? You know, that's... Yeah, they set themselves a high bar.
1: Yeah. Actually, it'll be interesting to see if Johnny Gargano is actually going to be out for a while because that knee injury didn't look too healthy.
0: Yeah, they, they'll play off the... I think they said it was a dislocated kneecap. Yeah. I think it plays into the story well. That that ending was... Caught the crowd a bit off, off but mm-hmm. no, it was just really creative. And you never
2: know with them how much license they take with these injuries too yeah so like although i don't doubt that he might have done it but you just never know so you might show up on Raw next week yeah. <laughs> did you do your knee on the weekend no i didn't my knee is okay my ankle's a little bit sore there's my ankle my hamstring and not my left knee but my right knee is slightly sore but... there's a couple of people in the crowd that thought that you might have broken your leg or something
1: no yeah, i was worried concerned. for a
0: bit i wanted to run down there Adrenaline's a powerful thing.
2: Yeah, it is. It is, and once it wears off, you get sore. Trust me.
1: Due uh, is it was a big weekend for wrestling in the states. NXT Takeover and one of the uh, the major pay per views of the year, SummerSlam.
0: Yeah, SummerSlam. That was a that was a good show. It's it's always a little bit backwards. You feel like you get the main event, well, in Australia, Sunday morning NXT it feels like that's the main event, and then you you, know, you get home from work on a Monday night. Yeah, you know, maybe that's the bit of the dynamic as well. You can't really watch it live. Um, but I thought it was still a fun show. Um, There's a, you just, it sucks because all you see is the complaining. You never hear how awesome yeah. things
2: are sometimes. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, you know, the Ziggler and Seth match would have been awesome. Yeah. It was. It was awesome. So, yeah, I know. You know, as jaded wrestling fans, we can tend to focus on the negatives a bit too much. You know, especially when it comes to WWE main roster stuff.
2: But no, I thought it was good, you know. Your fans will be happy now. They'll have a champion that's on the show on Raw now, right? Cause yeah. that's, they'll complain about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but now it's Roman <laughs> it's Reigns. That's, Roman that's not good Ray's enough now, either. So. Oh, But then they brought the shield back, which is awesome. And now it's all, oh, they can only use the shield to get Roman Reigns. It's like no matter <laughs> what they do, they can't win, yeah. can they? But that's just wrestling fans on the internet sometimes. They're just, yeah. I think there's you... a majority that want to just rag on everything.
0: Yeah. And it's easier to be negative, I guess. Uh, but no, there was some... You know, I, I enjoyed the throwback, that Braun, the squash... With Owens, you know, really, probably don't want to see Owens do, but he can play that, and it's not going to hurt him. You know, he's so he's, he's so such good a character, yeah. Yeah, so he can come back from that. That, that, that. That's fine. So that that's not going to hurt anyone's feelings. Um, New
1: women's champion in Ronda Rousey, amazing. I yeah. think we all yeah. thought it was going to happen. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I know, you know, and online, oh, it's only a, it a fourth match. He's won the title. It's like, yeah, but Brock Lesnar won the UFC championship in his third. So, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, they don't see how much training she's done either. No, that's she's right. She's done a ton. She was at the Performance yeah. Center like three
2: months before they announced that she yeah, was signed. She... And apparently, like, they were doing things like they were asking, they were like, all right, we'll take a break. She's like, no, no break. I want to keep going. And they're like, yeah. no, no, it's okay. We've been going for hours. She's like, no, I don't want to take a break. Let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's not like she hasn't trained hard. Yeah. You no, know, being an Olympian, mm-hmm. you know, UFC champion and stuff like that. So, oh, I think it's good. And leading into the woman's Evolution pay per view. Yep. Why wouldn't you have the biggest female name you got athlete in the world probably at the minute? Mm-hmm. Perfect. You got to capitalize on it. Yeah, and if it hurts a couple of wrestling nerds' feelings, who cares? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's happening between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair? That sort of exploded a bit. Yeah, very interesting. I'm not. Uh, I haven't caught up with the uh, the SmackDown and stuff like that this week. Oh, yeah, uh, it's been been busy since Saturday. Saturday night with wrestling. Um, Big reactions to the Becky Lynch turn. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good. Yeah, I did see a couple of uh, gifs and still shots of it. She looks pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I think I think she I think it can work uh, as a heel. So yeah, I'll, like wouldn't mind seeing it going forward. And the Miz retiring
1: <laughs> from fighting Daniel Bryan over
0: again. <laughs> Is he? Because I'm pretty sure that could they're going to wrestle in Australia. Um, it's that old, old
2: John, it's John
1: yeah, it? the John Farnum retirement. Yeah, the
2: wrestling or loser leaves town match. Yeah, with, yeah, with I've done internet. that a couple of times yeah. in football time. Yeah, you leave, leave Chicago, but we'll see you in <laughs> Illinois.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll
0: see you in uh, Cleveland or something. Yeah, yeah,
2: uh, they are wrestling at the MCG, aren't they? Yeah,
0: yeah, that that got announced, um, which is good. Yeah, you know? awesome for us. Yeah, uh, amazing. Are You going to go? Uh, I'll wait until they give me my ticket. <laughs> I'll let them got, invite I've me. I've got a ticket if you need like it. that. There we go. No, no I have, I've got a spare ticket if you need it.
1: One, <laughs> of, my, be, one um... of my son's 18-year-old friends uh, reneged on buying it. So Ooh, you can't renege done, on buying a ticket. $290 ticket just sitting there, mate. And I'm more than happy for you to have a JXT if you nah, need it.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. We'll talk business. Well, sounds good to me.
1: Uh, well, Let's talk about those other summer... Uh, Super Showdown matches that have been announced. A couple got announced today, didn't they?
0: Yeah, you got got uh, Cena and Lashley going to team up against Elias and Owens. Yeah, that changed, didn't it? It was yeah. Cena and Owens originally. Yeah, yeah, so they put that in a tag match.
1: Maybe... Um... Elias could be the greatest singer ever to sing at the MCG, and I've seen... <laughs> I've seen Elton John there. I've seen the Rolling Stones there. Wasn't I've seen Lionel Richie was there? Lionel Richie was there. Meat Loaf was on Meat the G. Meat Loaf was at the Meat G. Bro. Elias could top them all. I hope so. Oh. I really hope so. I hope they actually get him up on the, uh, you know, the, the stage that they have.
2: That the side bit on stand. the stage. <laughs> nah, they, they'll have Mike Brady play. <laughs> i have Mike Brady playing at Super Showdown.
0: Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, I, I think that that's interesting. It's... Um, Going to be weird when Bobby Lashley's going to look three times the size of Cena, That now he's trying to cut the 205 Live. If <laughs> anyone's seen any of the photos, is that of what he been doing? He's seen her? He, he, No, he's trimmed down for some movie role. He is shredded. He oh, is, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He looks very gaunt in the face, but he's still still massive, obviously. I actually but, said yeah. that to
1: my son the other day. I said, I don't know if he's actually had work or if he's lost weight, but he
0: looks so different. Yeah, and he's got a, his hair's just grown out. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, he does look different. So. No, they'll be interesting, and, you know, we got the Shield. They've been announced for the show, so, geez, that's going to be a long entrance for them from coming up in the Are they still going to do fourth that? tier. Oh, <laughs> they should. Why not? Well, yeah, get yeah. up in their fourth tier in the nosebleeds, in the Ponsford, mate, and come on. <laughs> they might have to play that song three or four times just when they get <laughs> to the ring. <laughs> that
1: can be, actually, my son asked me the other day, and it's a, a very good question. He said normally on pay-per-views they have the pre-pay-per-view show, which is like all your... You, you up up-and-coming wrestlers, and they put on a bit of a show for a couple of hours, and then you get the, the pay-per-view.
2: Are we going to get that in Melbourne? Or you even you just... get more than that. You get yeah. normally dark matches as well.
0: Yeah. 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 No, I think I, I think they will. Yeah, they'll have two or three. Yeah. Do we know how long the show's meant to go? Because they
2: keep talking up like it's a WrestleMania. Is it going to be like nine hours or yeah. something? Oh, I hope not.
0: <laughs> I, it's it's hard being a wrestling fan, isn't it? <laughs> it's given us too much. <laughs> what do they say? This? It starts at 6.30? Yeah, probably. Yeah, doors will open and it will finish by like ten thirty max. Yeah, so think so. So for you know, the doors open at six thirty, quarter to seven. Someone will be wrestling in the in the ring to a half empty crowd. (laughs) That's what WWE do. Uh, Yeah, so I'm actually quite surprised because six thirty at night in America is like
1: three o'clock in the morning or something. Mm. They did that with uh, the
2: Stardust for a Rumble. yeah. Yeah. And so, all the Americans were complaining, and everyone from like England, and Australia, were like, yeah. well, welcome to our world. Yeah, yeah. This is every every week for us.
1: <laughs> no, well, it's great to see, you. and I'm sure they'll announce some more matches as the uh, the time comes closer. Because effectively, we really are only
2: six weeks away. It's mm-hmm. gonna come around that quick. And you know, MCW is on the night before. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I tell you what, really, really impressed with the way the Australian wrestling crews have got their shows around it. So we've got MCW the night before. Mm-hmm. There's something on Wrestle Rock during the day. Day, that's right, and that's going to be at the Corner Hotel. Corner Hotel. Yep. So you'd go there, and then you just that's walk what straight.
2: I'm going, to <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go watch Wrestle Rock, and the then, then someone's got a Sunday show. Uh, I'm not that I know of. Is there? Maybe I haven't
0: I, seen th- it. Th- I did see. There's a little bit of talk. I think PCW they've Possibly named could something, be doing something a Sunday? Super Sunday? Showdown yeah, yeah. ish. So oh. I'm not sure, um, but surely someone has to. They have to capitalise on there's all the wrestling yeah. fans are going to be here. Do something, you know. 12 o'clock or something on a Sunday. I think
2: the problem is there's going to be no wrestlers left to wrestle on a Sunday.
0: <laughs> now,
1: have the Australian boys been involved in any way with any of this? I mean, has mm, there been... Twi- not
2: that I'm aware of. Even if I had, I couldn't tell you. No. <laughs> but, um, Shoot you. Yeah. Uh, unlike last time when, when NXT came out and they announced like, publicly there's going to be a tryout and we're going to do press yeah, for yeah, it and yeah, stuff. Yeah. No, that, that hasn't happened okay. yet. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, they
1: probably don't need to. I mean, with the roster they're bringing over... For our sake, I hope they will. Oh, yeah, for your know, sake, I hope they do too. But there are going to be so many wrestlers coming over on the yeah. roster. Yeah. That it's just going to be a packed night. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Head out, head out in Melbourne those nights. You might see them.
1: <laughs> Tell Go us about around. this new Mayhem promotion.
2: Yeah. It's very interesting. Uh, Sunday shows. Mayhem promotion. Sunday Pro. show. Yeah. Thank God. Well, I was dying. begging people to run a show on a Sunday. Four o'clock Sunday, too, I think, which is a yes. really family friendly time. Yep. Um, I was speaking to the guys that run it, and I was like, why don't And they're like, they asked, like, what, could we do different to shows that are currently running? And I was like, well, no one runs on a Sunday, Avo because people don't think it will draw. But yeah. it's like, if you've, if you've got kids, wouldn't you rather take them to a Sunday afternoon show than you would to a Saturday night show? Build it and they will come. And Saturday nights are busy because everyone yeah. else has something on it. Yeah. At the moment, there's two to three wrestling shows on a Saturday night. Correct. You have a Sunday, you can have a standalone show. And, um, I think they're planning to do a lot of things different. I know they've been vocal. Like they said, we're not afraid to do things like intergender wrestling. We're going to have hardcore matches later on. They haven't announced any yet, but they said they will. And they, they plan on doing things much different to other promotions. And I know they've announced each talent individually, which I think is cool for a startup because then you can really see what you're going to get. But your
0: match, you got, your match got announced today, was it? Today. Yes. Me and
2: Jake Navarro, the man who trained me originally. Oh, Oh, interesting. interesting. Trained me originally. He trains me now still. He, um, it's really the workhorse. He's always Mister Twenty Four Seven. That's his yeah. thing. Like trains nonstop, and he does. He wakes up at three every morning. He was telling me on Monday. Three every. morning. But um, there's the challenge. What for? To his he um, work. He's a he's a personal trainer. He works. wakes up at three. He takes he cooks food. He meal preps every morning. Like does it for the day. Wow. Then he'll work you out at four o'clock. Then he'll do his first client by five. Really. He's a nut. Oh. So yeah, the challenge is on. Who's the bigger workhorse? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. Uh. Finally, you want to ask us a couple of questions.
2: Yes. So, my thing was like, and I was saying, like, wrestlers, we live in a bubble. We talk to other wrestlers. We talk to our friends about wrestling. We talk to our families about wrestling. So, we live in this bubble of the perception from other wrestlers or within the business. Now, you guys are obviously getting more involved now with the show and stuff, but you're still fans that are coming to the shows and sitting in the crowd. What would you give top three or top five? pet peeves, and things that you love most about shows. Because I was asking a fan recently, and they were ragging the raffle. They're like, I hate the
0: raffle. And I was like, what? how can how can you hate the raffle? The raffle's the raffle. It's an Aussie institution, isn't it, Tony? Yeah. They'd go back as long as you go back, that, 60, yeah, 70 it is, it years. Does, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they always have the, the meat tray
2: and a big bucket of honey. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. Like the, but as wrestlers, we don't see that. And even as like promoters, because we're in this bubble, we don't understand or even hear enough of what you guys want. So if there's three things that you hate the most or dislike the most when you come to the show or irk you the most... Can I start? Please.
1: Don't give me matches that mean nothing. So don't just... Every match that you put on has to have some sort of story to it. Now, that story can be told in the two or three minutes leading up to the the bell actually ringing and the entry into the ring and all that sort of stuff. There's got to be a build-up. Just never give me matches that are just two blokes that just walk into the ring and they start doing it and there's no reason for doing it there's got to be for me there's
2: got to be something behind it It's the old Vince McMahon on beyond the mat he's like we're, we're making movies there's
1: <laughs> got to yeah, be a
0: story yeah, yeah there's got to be yeah. a story yeah, yeah no for sure yeah 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 oh, i i'm with you on that one tone and i do love a raffle so <laughs> uh, i hope most most promotions still do it that's a, that's a winner um i'll start with a positive i love the fact that our australian talent and our promotions they really want the fans' involvement with the wrestlers. You know, before the show, they're showing their face. In a mission, they're showing their face. After the show, they probably they're tired and stuff like that. But you know, oh, they want their us to wrap their arms around them, you know, get a photo, grab a t-shirt. You know, I love buying a t-shirt. I'll, you know, you feel good about it. like you're supporting these guys and girls. You know, they're putting their bodies on the line. You know, that that's the part I like and the community side of it. Um, And I think I touched on it earlier, you know, when you're walking through a crowd and it's like, oh, I've seen that bloke before. And, you know, you get that family, you know, sort of feeling you're not on your own, you know, because sometimes being a wrestling fan can be a lonely existence. So when you walk in, you know, like we did on Saturday night, it just gives you goosebumps, you know, we're all there. So those kind of things, things that irk me a little bit is when I'm taken out of the match. A little bit. You know, if I'm invested, you know, and I want to suspend my disbelief, obviously, sometimes some wrestlers, they can go a little bit behind the curtain, if that makes sense.
2: In regards to in the match? Yeah,
0: during the match, sometimes, you know, and it's like...
2: Well, they do things that you don't understand or make sense?
0: Yeah, a little bit like that. Or, you know, maybe, um, you know, they're talking too loud, You know, little things like that, you know, that, that kind of irks me. But that's, you know, that's a small thing. Um Yeah, so no, it's not a great deal. You know the other
1: things. thing that the other thing that irks me? And it's match scheduling. In and I think order. we uh, yeah, in order and I think we saw it on Saturday, and, and this is my only this is my personal criticism, and I know there's gonna be a lot of people that say, hang on, Tony, you're out of line because The guy that came in for the main event is an absolute legend of wrestling, a Japanese legend of wrestling, and hasn't been here to Australia before. It was proper respect to have him as the main event. I totally understand that. And that's fine. But don't have him as the main event after the event before, which is always going to be rated as probably one of the best half a dozen matches of the year, just for the fact that Slex and Will Ospreay just two fantastic wrestlers. It was for a title. It was up there as as I said, one of the best matches we're going to see this year. It was always going to be so hard for whoever followed that to follow it. That had to for me that had to be the conclusion. That had to be the one where everyone walks out and goes, How bloody good was that? That is my everlasting feeling of MCW one hundred is everything, and then bang that massive pop. Now, fortunately, because you had two great wrestlers fighting in the main event People didn't leave too despondent, mm-hmm. but if that main event hadn't have been as good as uh, those wrestlers had not been as risk, good, yeah. it would have been a massive risk that people may have walked out thinking, "Actually, I'm a bit flat after that." It's, I was yeah. taken to this massive high the match before, and now I walk out of here. Oh, okay, no
2: problems. It's it's very you're right. Now it's that's the hardest part of wrestling. I reckon the booking side, like what, what order do we put these matches? I know. Um... I just think you've got to play respect
1: to a title. A championship title mm-hmm. is a title, and it doesn't change hands too often, and it doesn't get put up too often. I think for me, that that is your grand final match. That is your, without a doubt, for me, the ending match, regardless of, of who
2: it. Of yeah, who, but see, like that's the thing. I've always about myself before: like Naito was the draw. Yep. he's the biggest name we've had. We have had the for the year. He um, hasn't wrestled in, in Australia before. And I know what you mean by the title, but then, like I said before, my reference was you look at Rock and Hogan at WrestleMania 18, the draw was Rock versus Hogan, <laughs> icon versus icon. Yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. biggest match of all time that yeah. year. And then they put the title after and everyone was too tired for the title match. They didn't care. Yeah. Because they'd seen the two biggest icons in wrestling go at it. And you, we, <laughs> we didn't want that. And it's also like, obviously I wasn't in the booker's head or what. The matchmakers were, I didn't discuss this with them, but then also, like, you had Dowie James and Jenny Gambino in the first blood match. It's like, that could have been on last two.
0: Yeah. And And that's a a title title match, too, but then
2: where do you put it, you know? So it's, yeah.
0: I I felt I was discussing this last night because it was an awkward spot. Like, it felt like intermission was held off for the title. It was a very late intermission. Yeah, 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 late one. But that's, you know, and then after watching the match, it was like, well, they took apart the ring. You know, yeah, they took the top rope off. They used all that. You know, they pulled up the, the ah uh, the mats, uh, the ringside mats. That had to be in division. So it that. had to because you, we were going to sit there on our hands waiting yeah, for the next it match it while we watching. So that was smart. Yeah, but even you know you saying that that's the heavyweight title. But I, me being a New Japan fan and the wrestling nerd that I am, tone, mm. I had no problem with the match the main, yeah. place. It you know it was told a totally different story. Yes, it wasn't as spectacular and and stuff like that. Maybe the Meltzer's not going to give it five stars uh, like he might for Will Ospreay matches. But, you know, like I said before Nido came out for your Tone, just watch every little facial move. WrestleMania
2: 3, they put you know Savage and Steamboat last or they yeah. put Flair and Andre? Yeah. So, the draw is Flair and Andre. Even though people argue black and blue that Savage and Steamboat was the better match, yeah. and it was, but... That doesn't sell tickets. The yeah. draw was Hogan Andre. Can anyone tell me what he said after the match? He was in the ring
0: saying something, and I did not understand a word he said. He, he was counting, and he was he was yelling out his stablemates' names, oh, okay, letting us know, you know, Sonata and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get a full translation of it, so <laughs> maybe it, they might have a couple of subtitles when the show drops. Yes. Hopefully they do. Yeah, that'll that be good.
1: Hey, guys, plenty of wrestling uh, still. I hope that answers some of your questions.
2: Yeah, no, that does. Good insight. Because uh-huh. the match structure we know matters to the flow of the show, but we never think our oh, fans will get angry if this matches the other way around or it'll disrupt them in that way. I never thought of it like that. But the positive... Keep doing what you guys are doing. Yeah. Well, it's guys- not my job anyway, Mr. No, lucky. No, but I'm,
1: right. as wrestlers and all that, just keep doing what you're doing because the energy that you guys are putting into Australian wrestling at the moment is just absolutely amazing. The fans are obviously clicking. Yeah. 1,200 to a show is, is great. Yeah. Just
0: keep doing what you're doing. Keep the ball rolling. Yeah, exactly. How, 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 I just got Sorry before we yeah, get that done. How is it, like, if you're not in the main event or the semi main event, obviously you want to have the best match possible that you can.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But is it that line of, I can't. Steal the show
2: or N C W specifically we're told try to steal the show. But you've that's got, a feeling you've got like parameters it. too. Yeah. Like if you're match one and you've got a time limit of fifteen minutes and if the fifteen minutes is up, they're gonna call the time of a draw. You've only got so much you can do. Yeah. Um but also too, you gotta know your place. Yeah. But like on the flip side too, I was in like a six man. I'm gonna I was doing it like you gotta do everything you can to make that the best match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um I think that breeds the best shows too, because that way Everyone is trying to one up each other, and yeah, if you, my whole thing is if you can't follow me, well, stiff, put me, put me later. Yeah, that- but I
1: think it's different to an MCW one hundred, which is effectively pay per view yeah. in Australia, as opposed to a PCW regular
0: Saturday like night show.
2: show yeah, yeah. yeah. i well, think an gotta... S- and MCW would be different probably again yeah yeah,
0: yeah you build to that main event send correct. Like, mm-hmm. send everyone yeah, home right. well, what a main still on the there. flip
2: side there would have been SNES shows where match four would have been match of the night yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i've, I've yeah. been there before it's all and it's the same sure it's, they preach us they say go and try and top it because okay. and one thing i've always been told is especially there's if you can prove that you deserve to be in a better spot well then the only way you can do it is by proving it to the people That's a good point yeah. um i had a point as well but um that's just about the structure of it, you've got to know your place too. Like, yeah. I was in the main event, MCW 99. Then I'm in the six pack challenge, and it's like, yeah, you could see it as a demotion, but no, you're never always going to be on the top. Nah, you can't always be on the top. Yeah. Nah. I remember when CM Punk he won the world title and everything, then he went and tagged with Kofi Kingston, and it was like, this is a demotion. No, you can't always be at the top. Good. And I think as wrestlers and performers, we have to. It's tough. It's a tough field to swallow, but yeah, you just got to know that you're not always going to be on the top. Yep.
1: Upcoming shows, PCW Friday night, Slam Friday on the 24th, NAW Battle Lines 25th, and PCW Ignition also on the 25th of this month. Warzone August unleashed on uh, Saturday night with a very special backstage interviewer. That is our very own. Walsh. so. He's so gonna, Lord, he's Lord, stepping behind the curtain. He's going he behind the. So is that why he's not here tonight? I don't know. He's still in Bali, but he come. He's he's coming back specifically. He's been asked by Lord Andy Coyne. Andy Coin, who has double booked himself on the night <laughs> if he would do the backstage interview. So he has actually had to change his flight back from Bali to get back on Saturday. To be a part of this, must be a big
2: paycheck. This involved. is a transition behind the curtain, <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, IWA on Saturday in Blacktown, State of Origin, IWA versus MCW. That's gonna yes.
2: be great, massive. Yeah, yeah. um, we did, I, I did a State of Origin two years ago now, and that was huge. That was only yep. I mean, we only had three versus three. This is, I think, I think there's seven of us MCW oh, guys good. going up, yeah, I think seven or eight. So, it's, it. yeah, it's going to be it's the biggest IW show, IWA show of the year. and yep. We're going to show them why MCW where the big boys play.
1: <laughs> RCW
2: 200,
1: uh, Riot City Wrestling, on September the 1st in Wavell in South Australia. That's coming up. And BCW Extreme Battles, August the 31st at Fernetry Gully, and then a couple of shows in Adelaide. On September 1 and 2. so, so wait, might- wait, they're not both in Adelaide, are they? Yeah, S- September 1 and 2. Well, that's what it nah, says. They're Melbourne. lying to us. That's not yeah. right.
0: Oh, no, okay. they, they they come back. uh goes, I New South Wales. I've got to I know after. this because I'm doing
2: it. <laughs> it goes Melbourne, the first Friday. Yeah. Adelaide, the second. The first Saturday. Yeah. Then it's Sydney, the first, the second Friday then Melbourne the next night. On all, right. the well,
1: all I can do is go off what? Don't worry, us wrestlers
2: are struggling to keep up, so I don't blame <laughs> you guys, because we've even got flights and
1: hotels. We've got to be make sure. Yeah. there. But yeah. Hey, mate, thank you so much for coming in tonight. It's been an absolute treat, and I'll tell you what, if Walsh ever wants to go on holidays again, he is more than welcome never to come back. No complaints here.
2: No, nah, cool. Anytime, guys. Love
0: nah, it. Thank
1: really, really appreciate it. Thank well, it. Thank always you. great to catch up with you, buddy. That's always Good for you to have me, mate. You've been tuned in (laughs) to another episode of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you again next week.